You are listening to Happy UN Career Podcast with host Barbara K. Anderson, helping you take charge, get the recognition you deserve, and create the UN career you dream of. Hello and welcome to this first episode in a small series I've called Professional Development, Job Hunting and CVs. In the last episode, I suggested that you should prioritize time to work on your CV and keep yourself updated about vacancies, even if you're perfectly happy in your current job. So in this and the next episode, I'll delve into the CV and job hunting sphere. When I speak to my clients, they often tell me that they think they ought to look for another job, but they just don't feel they have the time because they're so busy with their current job. And they're exhausted at the end of the day, so they don't get it done. Or occasionally they see or are pointed towards a relevant job vacancy, but they find it hard to find the time to apply because a CV has not been updated in a long time and they know they really need to put some work in in order to present themselves well. And they often tell me this with a slightly embarrassed smile. If you recognize this, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. As you can hear, it happens to many people and it's actually totally natural. And I've certainly had that experience myself, that when I was in the most need of a change, I had the least energy to pursue it. We're so engrossed in what we're doing in our daily life, performing in our current job, that CV writing and looking for the job seems to end up at the bottom of the to-do list. But then I discovered that our energy levels and what we think that we have time for is a strangely fluid thing. I also spoke about this in episode 7, the one I called Are You Ready to Take Action in Your UN Career? and which you can find on barbarakanderson.com. You can make time for applications and CV writing if you decide it's important. And maybe more importantly, if you decide that it's something that you want to do because it will develop your career and professional life and make it more interesting. I have identified five reasons why you should be open for opportunities and scanning the job pages, even if you're perfectly happy in your current job. Number one, you should create options for yourself. I'm a strong believer in the power of creating options for ourselves. It's when we are stuck and feel out of options that we start feeling that we have no power or control over our job and career. And over time, I've seen that lead to resentment towards the organization, lack of motivation and engagement, or even cynicism. But there's always something you can do yourself, and generally more than you imagine at first sight. And it starts with lifting yourself out of that place of stuckness that I talked about in episode 5, the one called, Are You Also Feeling Stuck in Your UN Career? One very practical way to do this is to start seeing yourself as somebody who's open for or actively looking for opportunities. Somebody who's not just waiting to see what might be offered down the line. But you are enthusiastically looking for opportunities for yourself, both inside and outside your organization, and also outside the UN, I suggest. But I want to stay in the UN, you might be saying. The values and the mission of the UN fit you and your values and worldview. And I fully understand that and I appreciate it. 
but that can also be a very limiting way of viewing your career. And remember that your career is not only about your job, but also about your entire life situation, just as we discussed in episode six. The UN organizations cover a lot of ground and a lot of positions, but there are also many interesting and worthwhile jobs outside the UN. Many things to learn out there and competencies to develop and all stuff that you can use to grow professionally and bring back into the UN later on. I know there can be some issues around pension, especially if you've been on a fixed-term position for many years, but for many people it can still be worthwhile diversifying their experience and also taking into account not only what you leave behind, but also what you can gain. In any event, creating options is also a way to boost your self-respect as a professional individual. You're seeing possibilities for yourself. Even if you're in a situation where jobs are not hanging on the trees, you're being realistic about choices and opportunities, while at the same time considering how you can have an interesting and satisfying career and job life going forward. You're being open to seeking out opportunities. Is there a place you want to try to live in? Is there an experience you'd like to have? A professional challenge you're looking for? Or particular people you'd like to work with? Number two, you want to take the responsibility for your professional development. It's a way of getting a feel for what could be a natural or interesting next step for you and consider whether it's time to pursue that already now instead of waiting until you're growing tired or losing, still <laughs> losing steam in your current job or risking that the job content, the team or your organization changes in a way that you may find less interesting or supportive for you. And by the way, if you're on a type of contract where you might not be extended indefinitely, it's important also to consider the often long recruitment processes in the UN. Six to nine months are not unheard of, so it's late to apply when your job is ending. I regularly speak to people who are concerned that if they get the next job early, they'll have to break their current contract and, even worse in their mind, not be able to finish the project they're working on, and they fear giving a bad impression but it's absolutely your right and responsibility to keep yourself employed and make sure you can pay your rent. And as hiring managers, we know that if we employ people on short contracts, we risk losing them early because they find new jobs before their contract expires. That's just the way it is. And then try not to see the job search as a stress factor keeping you from enjoying your current job, but just see it as simply as a part of your ongoing professional development. Checking the latest vacancy is also a way of keeping yourself engaged and figure out whether you feel excited when you look at what may seem like the natural next step in your field. Are you interested in moving up the ladder? Or are you actually more interested in a lateral move that will give you the opportunity to maybe broaden your expertise? Whatever it is, it's important to notice what makes you excited. Being excited about your job is not a luxury to hope for on top of your salary. Being excited about your job is what energizes you and makes you excel in your job. When your job motivates you, you're happy at work and you also perform better. You may not feel excited every single day, but overall you should definitely feel excited about your job and look for that excitement in your next job. Number three, you want to keep abreast of what's needed in your field. Looking at vacancies is also a way of keeping up to date with the job market and the developments in your area of work. Find out if you're up to date with the latest requirements. 
It will help you see if there are areas where you need to up your game. Are there skills and competencies you need to develop to move to your next favorite job? Is there a special experience that is sought after? If you're uncertain about this, seek out people in your network who are knowledgeable in this area to discuss this with. Number four, look for jobs while you're in a job. You've probably heard that it's better to apply for a new job while you're in a job. And it's true that as recruiters, we like to see that an applicant is already employed. I think that's an underlying belief that it's a good sign that the applicant is working and has an unbroken record of employment. This doesn't mean, of course, that you can't get a job after a break or a period of employment, sorry, unemployment, but there seems to be a bit of a bias around that. So by applying while you're still happily employed, you're making things a bit easier for yourself. And number five, it's easier to apply while you're happy, confident, and your morale is high. And maybe I think this is the most important reason for applying while you're still content in your job. Let it boost your confidence to be applying without being forced to. You apply from a place of resourcefulness instead of from a place of need. It may sound like a luxury that you're applying while you're still genuinely happy in your current job and just curious about what the next job has to offer. But what that means is that you're applying from a place of self-assurance and mental energy that comes from knowing that you don't necessarily need the job. You're just interested to see what opportunities are out there. And it gives you the benefit of moving from one good place to another good place, instead of waiting to feel tired and demotivated before you think about moving on. So I have some questions you may want to consider for yourself. First one, how long is it since you last looked for interesting vacancies? And secondly, was it a daunting experience? If yes, why? This is important to find out because I suggest you do something about it. Most of us can't stay in the same job forever and for most of us it would also mean lack of professional development if we did. And thirdly, what kind of support or accountability would help you to move on this and how can you get this kind of support? And fourthly, what effect could it have for you if you found your next new job soon instead of waiting for time to run out on your current job? And fifth and last, what kind of options would you like to create for yourself? I know it's easy to fall behind with looking for job opportunities. If you're busy with work, it's just like those other important tasks that it seems you can always do tomorrow. And then somehow you never got around to it. It's human and it happens to so many of us. So, you know the point I'm going to make? It's easier if you get support. Is there a close colleague or a friend that you could team up with so you can discuss vacancies and maybe support each other with applications? Look out for that. Remember, if you want to review what we talked about today, check out the full show notes at barbarakanderson.com slash eight. There you can find all the details of the steps I've just described. Again, that's barbarakanderson.com slash eight. So, when you're actively interested in looking for career development opportunities, looking for the next interesting job opening for you, you want, of course, to have a great and updated CV that's just waiting to be shared with your network or sent in with an application. In the next episode, I'll share some important guiding principles that will help you create a CV that you'll be proud of. Thanks for tuning into Happy UN Career Podcast. 
please leave a review about this show and share this podcast with other professionals in the UN. Thank you.